Fusco, Fusco, Fusco. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Uh, do you know what really cal- widens my Caledonian Canal? <laughs> 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 What's that, Josh? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Having fucking four girls staying at my house right now. Four. This four. sounds like heaven. What, well, what's going on? No, here? no, dude. This house is almost eighty years old. The plumbing was not built to withstand this. <laughs> There's way too many uh, tampons and fucking no, toilet like paper. Tam- going just, on. just, just fucking gnarly, gnarly shits, dude. Like I tell you what. Oof. I don't know. From women? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I okay. When I was in uh, high school, I had a part-time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, after school, I worked at a real estate office, uh, like a big building. You know, I had like a lot of offices, and, and uh, I was a janitor. I cleaned the bathrooms, okay. which is you know, it's not a bad job. You know, I put my headphones in, go around, scrub dub dub. Fucking as soon as I'm done, I'm done. I'm getting paid either way. Doesn't bother me, you know. The fucking ladies' restroom at any establishment is the most horrific restroom you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I have proof of this myself. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say dudes are like great because there's a lot of aim issues that with you're the, cleaning up yeah, with dudes with the pissing part. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, oh my god, like. Just fucking shit smeared on the walls, plunging tampons out of the toilet. Like it, it looks like a fucking shit bomb went off <laughs> in a ladies' restroom at any establishment. You ever go to a bar and only one restroom's working? Yes. It's always the fucking men's. It's working. Correct. That's because women flush everything down a toilet. Yeah, women like vomiting in the sink and fucking toilet paper, tampons, their hopes and dreams. Don't wanna, they don't get caught with a twelve-inch dildo in their purse. <laughs> they flush, try to flush it. <laughs> All to, the cocaine they're yeah, carrying or whatever. You got crews coming in with a jackhammer to try to <laughs> fucking get it out. So it's, you know, it's been a little bit of work. But I I feel like I'm not only surviving, but thriving. Well, I will say this, worst orgy ever. <laughs> Did they even pay attention to you? It's all about the women. Right? Uh, not, no, I dude... I don't want them to fucking pay attention to me. I'm 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 in the background. I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm doing dishes. I'm you, playing with my dog. You're the like, woman. Yeah, like I'm just... I'm. <laughs> Here's the thing. If they're not paying attention to me, they can't keep track of how much I'm drinking during these evenings, which is significant. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're all... <laughs> like, we, like, we were drinking last night, like, having beers and, like, playing Mario Kart and shit. And uh, and so we had that vodka that I got, the big Costco vodka, you know, because it t- it's basically Tito's, just cheaper. And so, like, oh, like, let's do shots. And it's so, like, like, they get the shot glasses out and they do their vodka shots, right? And then, like, you know, maybe they do, like, oh, two more rounds of vodka shots during the evening. I'm cooking dinner... And I probably down like eight shots to myself. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> so they pull this bottle out, and they're like, "Oh my God! Like we really did some damage last night." I was like, "Yeah, you did. You girls were crazy." <laughs> oh, <and> they- <laughs> girls just love to think they can drink a lot. Yeah, I was just like, "Yeah, that's nuts, man. You guys really, really went after it. it." Definitely wasn't me cooking and just binge drinking in the kitchen, just trying to clear your fucking voices out of my head. It's not even that, man. I said, like, I had a long fucking day between that and then, I mean, my my fucking sleep has been god-awful. Both. Both mine and the ladies because we got the new puppy, right? Oh, yeah. And he is just having some tummy troubles. Well, I'm going to put it that way. Oh, boy. This dog is up during the night every hour on the hour to just go fucking spackle the grass in my backyard with his little puppy butthole. Has he figured out the door Does he, or do you have to deal with that? Well, so he, because he sleeps in a kennel. So he can do the door, but he still, I still got to let him out the kennel, and I got to take him out and watch him. And, I mean, you know, I spent a lot of time these evenings um, measuring the viscosity of puppy shit to mm-hmm. try to see if he's getting better or worse. Right. So, you know, it's been it's just been great times. <laughs> great times at the McEachern household. 
<laughs> How have you been? Uh, fuck, man. I've been all right, I guess. Oh, by the way, uh, Kim, Erica, and Lindsay, you guys wanted a shout-out on the podcast. That was your shout-out. Stop wrecking my toilet. <laughs> uh, are any of these girls hot, and do I want to meet any of them? Uh, yeah, they're all attractive, but I believe they're all... Um, currently seeing people so you're, you're shit out loud. well i think one of them i think one of them's married one of them's about one oh. of them's married one's about to be married i don't remember the third one because i just met her yesterday the married chick that's my wheelhouse right that there. Is, that's up your alley that <laughs> is that is up your alley uh, i thought i thought you liked them right before they get married that too isn't i mean that, really isn't that more your speed no, no that, that happened once that was just luck i prefer <laughs> to take them after the fact fusco fusco really likes ruined. it when a when a woman looks him in the eyes and says that magic word <sighs> fine stop asking okay Ah, you wore me down (laughs) speaking of things that wear people down how's that uh legion of piping podcast edit going there fusco the fucking four hour nightmare (laughs) i have started it and it's fucking it's going (laughs) well at least i feel like the audio like there's not a lot of audio quality editing to do just content editing to do which is good the thing that killed me on the cobra episode was he was coming in at like negative 17 decibels and I couldn't gain him enough to get any fucking Cobra voice so I had to do it all in post so if you look at that waveform it's like 700 little fucking oh, volume boosts across the fucking board <laughs> you couldn't just like compress it up it didn't work no I tried normalizing it and he was just so low in comparison to us oh okay but uh, but yeah I mean on the bright side we're only four episodes behind on our posting now and I'm, I've got two in the bag that I'm going to have done by the, probably right after you get yours done. So we'll just go bang, bang, bang. Yeah, we've got to get caught up by February. We, we have to. We've got to let them all out by February. Because like we, we can't even keep track of fucking what advertisers <laughs> we're using anymore because we're so far behind. Right. This, we can never take a break again. <laughs> no breaks. God damn it. You're all going to just have to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, but that's good to hear. Um, speaking, speaking of things that are good to hear, we got gifts. Yeah, man, we actually got something in the mail this week. So, Fusco, uh, before before we open this, <laughs> do you want to tell people our text conversation about this? Yes. Yeah, so I sent Josh <laughs> a message yesterday. I think it was yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, saying, "Hey, man, we got uh, we got a box in the mail. I, I think it's liquor." And Josh says, uh, "Open it before you come over in case it's a bomb." <laughs> <laughs> so I get blown up, but he doesn't. Hey, I've got dogs in the house. All right. <laughs> so um, uh, if it blows up at your place, all it's going to take out is you and a couple hipsters. That's true. So I'm going to, I'm opening it. I'm cutting it open. I did stick my hand in there and opened it ahead of time to make sure it didn't blow up on us. But other than that, I don't. It hasn't, it hasn't been ticking. No, it hasn't. And I, it feels like there's a bottle in here, but that could be, that could be a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. (laughs) So let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I got a note. Do we know who this is from? Oh, we're about to find out. No, it's anonymous. It says, tell Josh to enjoy the bourbon. Okay. I do enjoy me some bourbon. Well, this is definitely whatever that is. Try it. Here, I'll let you open that. Ooh. And then it says an Andy. A, a Andy. Woodford Reserve. Okay. Have you ever had that? I have, yeah. Is it good? It's not bad. Okay. And the note also says, and Andy, enjoy the rest. Okay. I don't know. Now I'm a little nervous here. Oh, no. What did you get? Oh, boy. What is that? Hold on. I'm a little scared here. This could, <laughs> could, could this be the anthrax? <laughs> yeah, this could be it. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look. Oh, it's crotch. Is it crotchless panties? It's panties. Wait, are, are they used? Is that why? Uh, 
They smell used. Oh no! <laughs> somebody sent me panties. Someone uh, sent you used. Us. Somebody sent you used panties. If it was Eric Evanhouse, I'm going to be disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> there's no right and there's no return. We have no uh, idea. The, I can't believe you put that up to your face. You touched your beard with that, Fusco. What if it's got little critters? Oh, it does say who it, it does say who it's from. Oh, who's it from? Should should I say? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me see first. <laughs> I don't know if we should say. I mean, we. I don't know this person, but I don't know this person either, dude. Some chick sent you her panties <laughs> and sent me merch. <laughs> okay then. Um, I don't uh, know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wear those later. Maybe I don't know. I'll wear them on my head oh, at some point. Oh my god, enough. Fusco! Do you feel like we've made it? We're getting booze and fucking used underpants. Have in we the ever mail? gotten bras or panties <laughs> no. before? Holy shit. Even Evan House never sent us his underwear? I don't think so. Do we have the Evan House photos from his shoe? No, not yet. Not yet? Not yet. We got to get those. But thank you, uh, mystery person. I won't say your name. Yeah, I'm not going to say your name. I don't, think, I don't know if you want. <laughs> I don't, you probably don't want us to, or maybe you do. I don't know. But Oh, my God. Um, wow. I'm, that's I don't a, know. That's a start to an episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we, we should definitely drink some bourbon at some point. Yeah, absolutely. We'll crack that open. Um, real quick, I just wanted to say... Uh, Fusco, how has that Piper's Dojo been going? It's going very, really like, good lately. I feel like you are weirdly thriving financially while everyone else is uh, getting fucked up the ass. <laughs> thanks thanks to the gig at the Piper's Dojo. <laughs> well, the dojo has definitely kept me afloat as it as it has for a couple of years now. It is my baseline. It's a good place. It's nice, a good place to work. Baseline. Yeah. I've worked with them on a couple projects. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the dojo in general is thriving. Because one, they got a good service, and two, they were well and they were well set up for this catastrophe. <laughs> well, and I think <laughs> not that, on purpose, but it just worked out that they were well. And, yeah, and I think that they're you know it's going to be interesting because you're going to have people that were looking for instruction in the midst of a pandemic that went to the dojo because they'd heard about it before, that saw how good it is, and that will probably stay on even when shit goes back to normal. I would hope. Right. That's why I'm still assuming that Andrew Douglas created COVID nineteen. <laughs> could have been could have been I've, I've seen his little <laughs> I've seen his little basement lab he had he had a student use the same manometer for 20 years and then he just turned it into an aerosol <laughs> COVID was created by the manometer yeah the water manometer it could have been it um he like I said he was well well planned for this and uh I wonder because a lot of people went back to work like the first few months we got we got real busy right? yeah classes were like huge and people were showing up to everything and then uh, and then it like people went back to work. It kind of dropped a little bit. And we're like, oh, here, here we go back to like normal. But it never really went back to normal. It was a little dip, and then people started coming back in. So I don't know if people are still out of work, but people are. I know like other countries went back to work. I don't yeah. know the U.S., but uh, it's been uh, busier than ever. To be quite honest, we have a a new a new thing starting next week. I believe it's the thirty day uh, makeover. Oh yeah, because uh, we have him coming on, don't we? He's coming on the end of the month to talk about his new yeah, whatever uh, his, his new, new push. Yeah, his new fucking project. Right. So, uh, also this month is oh god is this is this fucking next week? The tw- is the shock collar recording next week? It, yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so you're again. This is not going to come out before that happens, probably. But at least at least it's the uh, yeah for anyone on the live stream, it's going to be the twenty third. We'll we'll advertise it. At least it's the day after my lab and the and a week before my fucking national registry exam. <laughs> so next Saturday, if if you don't remember, Josh lost a bet. 
and his bet was he would take a shot collar for an episode by the dominatrix. Yep. Uh, Megan. Megan, Megan's going to have the, her finger on the button <laughs> for an entire hour. Should we figure out a way to like turn it into a charity event to where it's like you donate like five bucks and we'll shock. That's, that's not a bad idea. You know, like, who, but who would we want to support? What's a charity that we should go for? Rab's going to donate his entire Patreon budget. <laughs> Just hold, the bu- hold the button Just the entire hold time. hold the button down. <laughs> Ooh, we need a charity. What should we pick? Um, what's up? What's a charity that that we like that we should we should support somehow? Uh, we should think about this, yeah. uh, listeners. You're out there. Send us some uh, suggestions. Chanaran at gmail.com. If we turn it into a charity event where you could pay to shock, what should the, the charity be? <laughs> how about Josh needs to eat charity? Yeah. How about, <laughs> how about my bank account? <laughs> that is that needs some charity love. It right needs there. a lot of charity love right there. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, that'll be fun. Uh, but anyway, yeah, going back to the dojo, uh, it's a good product. So if you want to learn a little more, you can sign up, get your premium test drive for a dollar, channerant.com slash suck less. Do it. Do it. Uh, Fusco. Yes, sir. What do you know about this next little item? I know about as much as you do. <laughs> I got a <laughs> survey. to say not much. Not much. I got a survey in the mail, and I don't think we were allowed to vote because we are not on the East Coast. I, I, tr- I tried to vote. Uh, but it uh, looks like the Wake and District Boys are up to it again. And they want to do a street march. See, competition. this is this is the kind of shit you do when you're a kept man, when you don't have a lot of shit to do during the day, because <laughs> you're you know not necessarily the breadwinner. Exactly. This is when you're the. This is what I've been. This is what I've been working towards my whole life, Fusco. <laughs> when you're the wife of the household. Yeah. And your job is to knit and cook dinner and all those things. I've just been slowly. You come up with projects for yourself. I've been slowly but surely banging chicks that make more money until I get to one that can support <laughs> me. And I can just sit in my stupid little podcast cave and make sure that dinner's on the table on time. <laughs> like, and that's what Joe does. I'm cool with this. This As doesn't. Should. I, this does not emasculate me in any sense. I'm okay with that. I'll be laughing all the way to fucking play an Xbox every Monday morning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Wake, uh, I've heard this in a couple ideas. The most recent thing, and uh, Joe kind of wanted us to put some feelers out. He wanted me to do it to whisper to people. But, you know, they did the mini band, and they're like, well, what if we did like an online street march contest? Where you still get your band, and you have someone tape a quick like march by, mm-hmm. and they do uh, they do street march contests in a lot of places besides here. Um, I know, like I think Australia, well, Australia does, it, New Zealand it. does, like I think that's it. And they're always <clears throat> and they're always fucking dope. If you've never seen one, I would highly encourage you to look up some of the videos of these guys doing the street marches because they're always just like fucking banging out sweet tunes and just scooting down the road. Yeah, it, it's very and cool. they're well attended. It's a really cool event. I think it's neat. Yeah. Um, the ones I've seen, but uh, so Joe's experimenting with this idea, or at least asking people to be interested. He did not mention getting the West Coast people involved, and as much as they supported the mini band contest, I would say they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> really had almost no West Coast submissions. None. Us, was it just us? just us? We didn't get like Arizona or anybody. Nobody. Fuck me. Cunt. <laughs> it was all like East and Southern. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this I think this is a great idea because. One, it's we're a marching band, and we're, we should be better at marching. We are awful at marching. Our I would say deportment is probably the worst thing that our band does. Like, we are fucking terrible at showing up, wearing the same thing, and walking in unison. <laughs> There's always one asshole that ruins it for everybody. Right? Yeah. I mean, especially in the dressing correctly part. Um, like, yeah, we talked about, we, we talk ge- about that extensively. <laughs> on, generally, we on the Cobra pretty, episode that just came out. Yeah, generally, we look pretty good except that one guy that forgets his fucking whatever it is but the the marching part is a whole nother thing like we we've got a whole bunch of frankensteins and we always have you would think people had never walked before correct (laughs) 
it's remarkable and we actually well in the past when we've gotten together we always spend time usually in the fall practicing that we'll go outside and march around the fucking parking lot yeah and it never never gets better (laughs) it's like do this at home people like put on music and march to it it. just get put your fucking metronome on yeah take do anything but yeah, so anyway, I think it's a great idea because one, the music's dope, especially the higher level bands that can play horn pipes. We on should the march. do. We need to do a pipe band fitness app, <laughs> and all it is is a tune that you listen to while you like go take a fucking walk, <laughs> right? Like, and just try and walk. to walk to the beat of the tune. <laughs> Correct. That's <laughs> like, not a bad idea, man. That's like, not a bad idea. There's a cool thing that I saw. I think it was Jeremy's band. I hate to give him fucking credit, and I'm sure this was Jeremy's idea. Maybe not. Where he is, um, and this sort of a side thing but it's interesting promotion to get his people to do shit mm-hmm. but he I believe he's giving a hundred dollars I believe it was so they're doing a hundred day challenge and who whoever gets all the people in his band that get to a hundred days and it's on our system I think they all go into a raffle to win a hundred dollars and I was like that's fucking brilliant it's clever yeah. um, because I've, I've heard of a band in Pennsylvania Tim uh, there's a guy named Tim Gatehouse who runs a band in Pennsylvania and he he bought a bottle of whiskey. He said, everybody do the 100. I think he made it 60 days or something for his band. But he's And he's like, whoever gets the 60 days gets the bottle of whiskey. Whoever gets there first. So if you if you black out, not black out, but screw up and start over, whoever gets there first gets the bottle of whiskey. So I like these creative ideas. Um, and Joe's doing it's something always, It's always fun when you have to bribe your band to fucking do their job. To practice and or care about being decent at something. <laughs> but... Hey, you know, motivation, I don't whatever know. Whatever works. Yeah, whatever yeah. works. So I'll be curious to see how this works out for uh, North Texas. I saw Brad. They put it on Facebook, and Brad was commenting on it, and he was going to donate something. I forget what he said. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. But uh, No, we're not doing the shock bet to donate to kids with cancer in the U.K. <laughs> we have plenty of kids with cancer here in the United States. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. That's not a bad idea. We could donate to St. Jude. That's think our... About, think about all the... Um, all the promo we'll get out of like connecting ourselves to the kids with cancer. Uh, Isn't it really what we want in the end is our name on something that that's related to bagpiping? Do we really care that St. Jude's knows who Chanaran is? (laughs) No, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. We all know the truth behind charity, right? It's all nonsense. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the only problem we have with most charity things here is that they're, a lot of the money you put in goes to fund the organization that's Correct. running the charity, not actually to people who need the fucking money. Correct. It's all a scam, people. And why not uh, support the scam that is the kids with cancer uh, charity? Or the, the scam <laughs> that is fill Josh's fridge with food. <laughs> hey, we'll split it. I there's I don't know if I should. I'm not drunk enough. I'm not going to bring it up. There's, there's something I have. That I'm like, this charity seems kind of. Sus? Uh, it's a bagpipe. Charity that's come up recently, and I'm like, hmm. The, uh, not not kids with cancer, a different bagpipe. It's a charity. different one. It's not that one, but so we shouldn't we shouldn't say that we think they're sus until we know that they're sus. Until I know, but it's pretty obvious for for our international <laughs> audience. Sus is short for suspect. That yeah. means, yeah. If you're douchebag, you shorten every word you say. <laughs> nah, dude. I think honestly, I think that's only entered the lexicon because of the game Among Us. The, sus specifically? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because that's a big thing in that game. Is oh, people is it? being like, oh, orange is sus. Because like, they don't have time because it's like all timed conversation. Right, 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 right. right. So I, I get that. I think that's where, I think that's the only reason people are saying it a lot now. And I've never even fucking played the game. I haven't either, but I it's free on Xbox, so I might get it. Oh, is it? Is it on Xbox now? If you have Game Pass, it is. I do have Game Pass. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I haven't never been able to play it because I have a fucking Mac. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the, reasons, the reasons to not have a Macintosh <laughs> multiply daily. <laughs> Well, that might remedy soon, hopefully. I did get the Game Pass, although I will say this. I am. There's no way I can play through all the shit you get with the Game Pass. There's so many. 
Like, I downloaded Jedi Fallen Order. It's so good. Play it. It's worth it. I'm playing it. Um, at first I, th- I didn't like it cause I do think it's a little clunky. I think it's a lot of purpose. like the movement and stuff it's is really clunky, purpose, yeah. but, um, but no, I'm getting into it. I'm starting to kind of count. I'm starting to learn to counter the clunkiness of the movement. It's one of those games where it's, it's like, that way. where like you can fall off things very easily cause your character's not moving the way you're pushing and shit like that. And Correct. it's one of those games where the camera's constantly moving while Correct. you're moving. Yeah. Have you ever played any of the dark soul style games? No, I've not played it's those, like but it reminds me of like early Resident Evil games. Yes. Things like that where it's just like, Jesus Christ, we're just it's, fucking put the camera in the right spot. It's more about the defense than the offense and waiting, waiting till the time, till well, your opportunity opens Kind of like, kind of like uh, Assassin's Creed. Similar to that. Assassin's Creed is a kinda, lot of that. Kind of. Later Assassin's Creed, yeah. But I mean, the thing for me was just like, just movement stuff and like, it's a lot of platforming. It is. And the platforming element is super fucking clunky. Like, swinging on a rope and you think so? Like just going a completely random direction because your camera changed at some point. And I'm like, what the fuck? Sometimes I guess you. I, I'm used to those. I play those kind of games a lot, like yeah. Tomb Raiders and things of that nature. So I'm kind of. I did used to play it. the new Tomb Raider. I thought that was fantastic. Fantastic. I love great. that game. <laughs> They're awesome. Uh, but uh, there's our there's our gaming portion yeah. of the show. All right, now back to backpack. Uh, speaking <laughs> of gaming, uh, the Chandran Discord, man. Yeah, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah, like it's the we, greatest thing, the, dude. Exists. The Chandran Discord is the shit. If you are not, especially um, if you're a memer, I think it's just chandran.com slash discord to get there. I think that's like the permanent link. But yeah, if you or just write me, I'll send you an invite. Yeah, well, and uh, fun fact for the past two episodes, the very active Discord community has gotten the link to the live stream. They have because we've been generous with them. Well, I tell them <laughs> if they send me an, if they send me an email. Someone from the Discord community sends me an email for the air. I will drop the link. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, still, I still have to bribe them. Right, of course. But <laughs> but uh, speaking of the Discord, I think, was this next thing? Was this in the Discord that he said this it or was. the email to Correct. us? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't you read that one, Fusco? So, yeah. So, uh, this gentleman replied to us. Apparently, we brought this up last week. We were pretty drunk, so we'll see. But he says... Laz, I feel like I should have uh, had a little bit more clarification in my email that was read on Saturday's stream. The fuckery that I was trying to get at is the political climate here in the U.S. Do you feel if bands did come to the U.S. to compete, would they feel safe in staying here in America, depending on what state they are in? If that does not clear enough, I am sorry. All right, you dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, I think they'd probably feel safe. Yeah, I, 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 I see no issue here. <laughs> Just don't go to Washington, D.C. and you'll be fine. Yeah, like, I'm about to say, don't play at the fucking Capitol. <laughs> who the fuck's <laughs> going? Who, okay. Who's going there anyway? <laughs> I mean, when are the bands going to fly to uh, storm the RSPBA <laughs> There's Now that's, let's call for that. <laughs> oh boy, those people will not last a second. The British police will just beat you over the head. Yeah, no, they'll beat you down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, our events are pretty fucking safe, man. Yeah, like. I mean, we, and okay, I'm, I know, I know that I'm inviting something bad to happen in 10 years when I finally get to hold my fucking festival again by saying this, but like, <laughs> like, so we use, uh, for our event, we use the marshals, uh, service cause it's a city park. So city, we have, yeah. so we have city marshals that we, uh, pay to basically be on scene cause you know, they're fucking cops. I don't like, I think we've only used two for years at any given time. There's probably only two marshals in the park and we have like five, 6,000 people. And we have very few incidents. Very few. Not to mention the fact that everyone's, you know, big and armed and Scottish. Yeah. And to be quite honest, they're all a bunch of nerds. Like, who's Yeah, gonna, and people are really, you gonna, know, it's a if good the, vibe. If a fight broke out, it would be a whole lot of 
come at me, bro, and nothing happening. Yeah, I mean, we've never... <laughs> a whole like, lot of that. Like, I've removed people. What, 90% of the conflict... Like, 90% of the actual, like, conflict conflicts are uh, me dealing with a person who, like, climbed the fence, broke through the fence to get in for... And it's, it's usually a fucking just rando, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or someone that's got a fucking dog that they lifted over the fence. It's not supposed to be in there or shit like that. And, right. and I'm and I don't fucking even deal with. It. I'm just like I'm like, hey, like you need to go. Like, come on, come on now. Fuck off. Fuck off you. Right. And then occasionally, of the few times that happens, you get like fifty percent of it where some like little fucking dudes like, you gonna fucking make me? I'm like, no. Like Marshalls Athletics. <laughs> then the cops come over. Yeah, and the, the cops come over and you fucking leave in bracelets. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing. This well, is one of those things like, could I kick your ass? Yes. I'm not getting paid to kick your ass. They are. Right. <laughs> I don't know which Aaron this is coming from, this email, because uh, we know a few Aaron's. But um, I, he, I think he's from the U.S. The media here, like the world looks at us and thinks the entire country's on fire because of what happened recently. No, pretty much just D.C. It's pretty much just D.C. <laughs> uh, and it's a bunch of it's a bunch of lunatics that are delusional. And that's really a very small minority, uh, very small minority of the country. That most of the rest of the country, which is very Even if large, you believe that stuff, most people are reasonable and they're like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get shot over. Well, and we have like <laughs> little. Yeah, we have like little shit. Like, for example, uh, we have alerts out right now. Right. Because we have the inauguration on Wednesday. Right. And so there's been a lot of threats against state and federal buildings. Sure. In Nevada. Right. You're going to see like a hundred dipshits crowding outside of a state or federal building that's closest to them. Correct. Chanting and being cunts, right? Yeah. They're just, and they're not going to do anything. They're just going to chant. Do anything. They're going to hold signs and chant. It's not going to be the <laughs> level of crazy that fucking flies to Washington to like try to take Correct. Congress members hostage. Like Correct. it's not. <laughs> it's a whole different yeah. thing. <laughs> and, and, and especially here because our cops don't fuck around here. Well, most places they don't, for the, to be honest, but. Uh, so the day this was all happening, because I had people asking me like, "Are you okay? Is everything okay? Are you safe?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm. No, yeah, I got, nothing's I got, happening near me. I got a similar message, but there was like one shitty little demonstration two miles away from me. Right. Well, that's what I'm going to talk about. Is uh, the day this all happened, I happened to walk down to the post office to mail something, uh, which is right on yeah. Las Vegas Boulevard, and I don't know, right yeah, by the, the old post office, yeah. yeah. And uh, I had no idea, but I just decided I'm going to walk down there. I had to walk over to Will's work to pick up something from him, too. So I was just, I'll just walk today. So no idea. Stretch the I legs. Didn't, I didn't know anything that was going on. And I'm like, I get down that way, and I'm like, there's a bunch of people out instead of the, out in front of the federal courthouse with signs, like Trump signs and stuff. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I picked yeah. the wrong day to walk down here. <laughs> it's one of those things, too, where it's like, it's like, what are you going to do with the fucking Nevada but, federal courthouse? Like, <laughs> I, I, Especially if you're if you're protesting Trump winning the election, like, what is that going to do? It's all happening somewhere else. They're counting it somewhere else. It's all over. Also, I would not fuck with that courthouse. Well, the other thing is there were cops everywhere. Yeah. And that's what I noticed first was the lights. And they weren't doing anything. They were just standing there making sure nobody did anything stupid, which nobody was. I walked right through the middle of all this. And it was just people, like a bunch of old people with signs, you know, stop the steal and Trump and whatever, stupid stuff. And then there was media people, just people with cameras. And then a bunch of people like working down there like what the fuck's going on it's like guys i have shit to do today (laughs) like god damn it i just want to go do my thing i'm just trying to go get a fucking burrito (laughs) and now i have to get past the police blockade Uh, and then i ate at latai that day and i was like you know what this is this is what america's all about downtown latai or the latai too oh yeah the downtown because i was walked right by it so i was like i'm gonna go in here and support my dude latai's the local thai restaurant (laughs) i order i order from latai too all the time oh that's great i love that place so but, good. Uh, yeah anyway so yeah it's safe here uh don't don't worry about it speaking of uh civil unrest um, the latest from Wusuba. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anybody, anybody who thinks, don't be wrong, we shout out associations a lot, but and strangely, they'll still reach out to us to like share news. Uh, so if you're on the West Coast, uh, they asked us to share, if we were so inclined, the Rob McClintock School of Piping and Drumming will present a three-day workshop over Zoom on January 29th, 30th, 31st on 2021. So hopefully this episode will be out by then. Uh, music, P-Brock, drumming, small group format, class sizes, etc. It's an online workshop. Um, it's going to be Aaron Shaw, Colin Armstrong, Jamie Cuthill, Robert Watt, Glenn, Br- the usual suspects. If you're on the West coast, Robert Watt at best, Glenn Brown, uh, teaching at this thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a drumming thing. I didn't even look. No, it's got piping and drumming, I think. Oh, that's cool. Um, so the sign up deadline is the 21st, which, uh, if you're listening to the live stream, <laughs> that's your only chance. Cause there's no way this episode's out by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll share it. We'll share it on like Facebook it. and shit too. <laughs> just to get it out. Uh, and the full cost is $175. <laughs> Wait, how much? 175 bucks. For how long? Two days? Three days? Three days. Three day workshop. So that's not too bad. But it's, it's a right. fucking Zoom workshop. It's actually not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know the uh, Piping Hot Summer Drummer guys are doing a winter workshop in February, which is the Jack Lee group. Yeah. So we'll we'll go ahead. We'll post this on. Um, if you're on the West Coast uh, and for some reason you want to hang out with Ed Best, we will post this link so you can. <laughs> Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Ed. I haven't seen him in a while. Have we ever, we've never had him on the show, have we? Not officially. He came on. He jumped on a, like a... He jumped on like a post-show chat or something yeah. once. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, this is a great time to pay the bills. This episode of the Chain Rant Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, McClellan Bagpipes. This episode of the Chain Rant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bore's line with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipe's diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. So, uh, Fusco, you want to introduce this next piece? Yeah, so <clears throat> I think we maybe talked about this, but again, it's all a blur. But or, uh, or, or should we do? Should we do like pipe band wouldn't fail? Should we do any of that kind of stuff first, or what do you, what do you think? How do you uh, want to? How do you want to do this? That's a good point. Um, jump around that. We'll do that at the jump end around before that. we go to the topic. Okay, perfect. <laughs> 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 Um, so, uh, we mentioned this on episodes that still, I don't think have come out yet, but we are going to be doing a free month of live streams in March in lieu of our lack of St. Patty's day, which is very likely. So everyone in the world will get access to what the patrons get for the month of March, which is what, uh, Watching the live stream and fucking talking shit in the <laughs> Talk, chat. Yeah. Talking shit with Rab. Hang, hanging chat. out with Cobra and Rab in the chat the entire show. <laughs> so our, pat- our patron free month will be in March. Uh, check it out. We will keep plugging it until it happens. And then we won't say anything because it's not a great deal for us. <laughs> 
and then maybe you'll sign up and and support the yeah, show. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll enjoy watching the shit show that is the live stream <laughs> so much that you will uh, hang out and support the show. And you get to you get to be part of things like you can the, watch Busco sniffing panties <laughs> live on air <laughs> that were sent to him by a stranger, <laughs> a complete stranger. Uh, you know, hey, what's the worst going to happen? I've had it all at this point. I uh, mean, can you get beard crabs? I'm sure it's possible. I mean, I've never episode heard of it. title done. Beard crabs. Can you get beard crabs? <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm trying to open this in sunglasses in the dark without cutting my fucking finger off. Yeah, be careful. Did you get me a glass, by the way, or do I have to go get one? Oh, fuck. I didn't get, did I get you a glass? No. I'm, Fusco, I'm a bad friend. That's right, man. That's right. I'll just drink right out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get myself a glass because this is going to be better on rocks anyway. So it's not going to go into Glen Cairn very Okay, perfect. And then we can, we'll do that when we take a break here in a, in a, in a, um, at some point. So, well, yeah, and that'll be pretty soon. So, a uh, couple other pieces of news. I thought this was interesting. Um, the Midwestern Pipe Band Association has changed the band requirements for 2021. This is uh, via Pipes Drums. So apparently because they're not sure about parts of the season, they think that bands may not have enough time to get together and uh, rehearse and get their shit together. The new band playing requirements will be grade two, one medley and one MSR, grade three, one MSR, grade four, one medley, grade five, one quick march medley, which is unchanged. So what do you think about that? Uh, lessening the requirements to compete because bands may not have enough time to get their shit together. Is I'm conf- is that like at all games, like all year, that's the only set they're going to play? Or is it, is, is it one specific? Entire game? 2021 season, according to Jim Sim. Really? That's interesting. So you only got to play one set at an event. Hmm. Interesting. I bet you the grade three are not very happy about that right now. Like, because they got I gotta fucked. play a fucking MSR all goddamn year. Like, who wants to play that? Because <laughs> they got fucked in on no medley. <laughs> yeah, like everybody else gets a medley except me. Like, yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, why not? Why just, not just do medleys all year? And it like, should just be medleys all year because, it, and then I mean, you know, you have grade two playing one medley and one MSR. Like, why not just have it all be medley? Right. I don't. I don't understand that at all. Like, it's you're it's exposing, longer, more you're exposing the audience to grade three MSRs. Like. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> they want to hear like interesting music. If you want to draw people in, what is the point of this whole think thing? Think of it this way. And, and I don't know. Maybe they're coming at it from a different angle. I mean, I, okay. Don't get me wrong. I think the idea of uh, lowering the required playing, I think that's smart. Think that's smart. That's yeah. a cool move. I agree with that. But it should all just be medley. Absolutely. Because that's all people want to fucking hear. That's the only time that you get differentiation between different bands is the medley. I mean, you fucking listen to MSRs all day. It's going to be... Same, same seven, seven tunes, tunes in different fucking <laughs> different organizations. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the uh, thought process behind. It. Maybe we should have Jim I mean, Sim on. Maybe we like, should. Maybe we should ask him. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like you know, like listening to an MSR is like, I don't know, watching your parents fuck. Like you don't really want to do it, right? Yeah, I want to watch. Yeah, I mean, they might have decent technique, but they obviously get a job done but it's all, but it's obviously tired and there's not a lot of variation <laughs> exactly. you know, you know it's a mean? whole lot of missionary yeah. position like like uh, listening like listening to a medley is like you know watching your hot roommate that you never got to sleep with fuck like you were always curious yeah you, they, they she's banging some dude on the couch and you're just like hmm, hmm. that's pretty fun <laughs> i can't I have a question for you in relation to that when do you think <laughs> in relation to which part uh, you'll see when do you think the last time your parents had sex was my parents mm-hmm. Fuck, when I was conceived, probably? I don't know. <laughs> like, 30 years ago? I have no idea. My parents, okay. And, and, you know, we have listeners who know my folks. Like, they're not super fond of each other. Well, that too. But I, there's at some point they were. But when do you think that, like, cutoff point? Like, I'm willing to bet. It's at least, I mean, how old, how's your dad? Uh, Angus is 76 now. He had a birthday a week ago. 
And is your mom somewhere in the vicinity of that or not? Uh, really? No, she is 60. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to say at least 10 years. Oh, God, I would say I would probably guess more than that. I, I would think be- so, too. But, I, yeah. like, your mom was 50. Like, women in their 50 are horny horny sluts. <laughs> you know. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Angus would have been 66 or something. Like, that's, I don't Dude, know. Dude, I, I love my father dearly, but that man hasn't seen his cock in <laughs> since the fucking Nixon administration. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. He's a big boy. <laughs> it's it's uh, mind-blowing to me. And, uh, all right, I mean, to be fair, I mean... Uh, I can't. Im- I've never imagined my parents having sex. I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> well, we have we have proof that it's happened a couple times. Yeah, at least there's th- at least three three proofs of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're in their seventies. That's true. Both your parents are much closer in age than mine. Yeah, they are. But I'm gonna guess at least ten. I don't. I don't fucking know. Ten years. Dude, no like, like you're gonna find out when you're like unfortunately in the future having to clear out your parents stuff that there's like you're gonna find like all the secret <laughs> cuck videos right where like your dad's like watching some bull go at your mom like from, <laughs> from the closet with a little fucking camera like dress as superman oh dear god <laughs> uh, how's that mental image for you bud oh it's fucking awful man. <laughs> They were not, I'm sure that, again. I love your parents. I'm so, by the way, speaking of your parents, I love your parents, and I'm so glad to hear your dad's doing better. Yeah, he's doing way better. That's, that's fucking, that's a miracle, <laughs> dude. I I had. He's, he's one was, of the exceptions, apparently, that I made it through. I was incredibly concerned. Yeah, he made it through. It's, uh, well, it's he's, wild. he's a very sleepy badass. <laughs> you know what it is? He probably slept a lot in his life, so he was well. He was so rested. He was so rested to fight <laughs> off the <laughs> COVID. <laughs> for, for those of you who do not know uh, Fusco's father, he is legendary for falling asleep in any scenario under any conditions correct yes and, and borderline fo- borderline narcoleptic and if you yeah absolutely if you follow my instagram anytime i'm with them i take pictures of him asleep wherever we are uh we we went on a tour to the atomic museum here once with the last time they were here and like <laughs> he, he, he was asleep at like in one of the like just, just sat there. down and just <laughs> took a nap <laughs> so funny oh yeah and one time we were in the hospital my mother had lung cancer i don't know Four or five, four years ago, or something like that. So we we're in the hospital, <laughs> and I went to visit, and uh, he was like so many times asleep in the chair. And then there would be like we get, I'd get my various cousins and people to take to get behind him and do faces, and would just take pictures of him asleep in the in the waiting room. But it's great fun. You can have a lot of fun with him sleeping. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, a couple quick things, just just kind of behind the scenes. So uh, James McKenna's in the chat on live stream saying, no one wants to listen to John Morrison of Assen House 13 times in a, in a row. I agree about the MSR, even though I enjoy the MSR. That's basically the, the crux. Correct. And But to be fair, at grade three, you're not going to hear John Morrison. You're going to hear something much worse. Much worse. <laughs> Probably. Or, or if you're grade four in the uh, fucking, in the States, uh, Duncan McKenna's 700 Seven, times in correct. a row. <laughs> exactly. Uh yeah, and we'll get to that. <laughs> so, uh, so Brad, so we have a we have a Facebook group where a bunch of kind of people who are ancillary to the show we like to chat little uh, little chat window, and so Beer Boy's in there, and he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, hey Josh, so Camille and I were talking about butt plugs, <laughs> and we had a mutual stroke of genius. Next time you make a bet with Fusco, if you win, he has to wear a butt plug while PMing Las Vegas pipe band during a competition. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, like. You don't just 
stick a butt plug in your ass. You got to work up to it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they make them to where it's like it goes up in gauge. <laughs> oh Jesus! Like, like yeah, those you, sounding rods. Yeah, you got to like tra- you got to train yourself. So <laughs> so my so my lovely uh, my lovely girlfriend chimes in. Oddly, Camille and I had a conversation about butt plugs as well. What? That's interesting. And so, <laughs> so, so Ozzy is there. She's like, uh, I just like to point out that although the common, deno- I'm the common denominator in both cases. You lot brought the butt plugs up. And this is during Rab doing the fucking uh, big Rab show quiz, and Rab's in this chat. So Ozzy's like, I hope this isn't distracting Rab too much by popping up while he's trying to do the BRS quiz. <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, like he, he's probably mute us. Like, don't worry about it. He's like, nope, I'm here. I was talking to me about grade one pipe majors when I had a message pop up on my screen from bad about butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see if you see Rab look away from the screen <laughs> during a stream, it's probably because we're talking about butt plugs. That's fantastic. Actually, that, that sounds like a great new game that we should start as Chatterat. Is whenever Rab live streams, we'll just start talking all about go in and just talk about something really off the wall and try to get it distract him and see what, see what kind of reaction we get. Let's just do live. We'll do chess games live in the chat, like knight to e four. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, okay, so uh, we don't have much else to go through. Uh, honestly, I had this thing about the RSPBA being super shady with the concealing blah 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 of the construction, but nobody's fucking surprised by that. So why even talk about it anymore? Why pay any more lip service to these duplicitous cunts? Wow. Wow. We should have Aaron back on to talk about this. We should, yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's just bring Aaron on. I love having Aaron on. I just turn can't... him turn the turn it on and then we'll just go we'll just play walk away. video games. Yeah, I love I love having Aaron on. The hard part is get him the fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go for three fucking hours. I'm like, I, I like, I have people over. I gotta cook food. Like, what? Come on, I'm trying to like neatly tie a bow on this. We can always have you come back. <laughs> hey, I appreciate I appreciate that he carries himself, and we don't have to like drag him. No, dude, into he, the conversation. He, he was great. so he was so much fun. So, so much fun to have on. Thanks, the show. Aaron. We appreciate yeah. you coming on, bud. Um, so we're gonna take a real quick break. Um, I can already hear the puppy uh, crying out that he has to shit. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get some glasses so we can drink some of this panty bourbon. Yeah, and then we're this gonna, was sealed, so I know this wasn't that's poisoned. probably clean. Yeah, so we're gonna do win and fail. We're gonna do drinks of bourbon. We're gonna get to our topic. Yes, Rab, uh, I must say, uh, a woman's underwear is better than yellow flashes, but uh, it's close. It's close call. Use knickers. <laughs> Use knickers. <laughs> That's fantastic. What a what a fucking day. What a day it's turning into already. <laughs> so, Mr. Sco. Long it's long have we waited. It has been a while since we have had one of the most popular segments on the Chanaran podcast. I know, it's, it's the pipe band win fail and try of the week. I think it's mostly cuz we've been so busy with guests and amazing uh, guests. The amazing slew of guests that like, we've had. Stuart Little, <laughs> three months ago. Yeah, three months ago. <laughs> uh, mostly it's a chalk it up to laziness. I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah, we, but it's anyway. back because we've got nothing else to do today. Well, also, everyone's been busy not putting out good or shitty pipe band videos. That's true, too. So we did have to reach into a little bit of, uh, well, history. I save them as I see them, and when we get to them, we get to them. Yeah, that's the move. So uh, let's see. We're going to we'll do the fail last. Okay, that makes sense. And then we'll I'm just do, fucking with my microphone. Oh, that's me. fine. So let's do, let's see, what do I want to do first? All right, so the the one, let's see, what do I got here? Okay, the one I have as a try, let's call it a try, because why not, 
is I thought you'd find this interesting because it's, okay. it's a guitar player, and I hope we haven't played this in the show. We get so drunk, I sometimes I forget what we've done. I don't know. Maybe we did. <laughs> but, but we also get new listeners all the time. So, we do. You know. So this is a guitar guy playing P-Rock on a guitar, and I want you to listen to it. I've cut it down to about a minute and 15 uh, to the ending, basically. All right. Uh, and check this out. I think you'll like this. <laughs> fucking crazy i don't think we played that before yeah it, it doesn't sound familiar to me but i was not expecting it to be an electric guitar yeah yeah and it, it's a little longer than i played but i want to play the cool part basically. yeah no i think it's interesting because like I, I was thinking it'd be like an acoustic guitar like ding 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 oh yeah, ding. yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> do you one do you have a do you have a pedal like that for your guitars i do not have and how do we make that this effect happen? <laughs> uh because no. that's a cool yeah, so that's a delay that's a delay pedal yep uh, and I do not have one. It says, let's see, he says uh, a funky modal delay effect he's adding on to this. Yep. Yeah. That's, no, that's fucking super cool. That's fucking cool, man. So uh, we'll Good. post that if you guys want to watch yeah, that. Yeah, what do we call that one? We call that the try? That was the try because, I don't know, the win I think is important. Okay, so what's the win? All right. <clears throat> Here is a female piper that you should support as compared to the nonsense. Uh, go watch their stuff. Get them a million views instead of the fucking assholes that are the whatever the fuck her name is. So, <laughs> no, the fucking like, goddess of the bagpipe. I would shit. much rather, and I'd much rather listen to this any day of the week than the goddess of the bagpipe. And I think they these people are doing more for the honesty of piping. Okay, so take a listen. And uh, yeah, here we go. I think the Germans are Swedish or something.
That's cool, man. Yeah. Like, she's not the greatest player in the world, but I'm okay with that. No, it's cool. I mean, the you do. The are kind of weird, but I'm cool with that. Like, I thought it was cool. The guy, if you watch the video, uh, when we post the link, the guy's playing a snare and he's got like a heavier handmade drum that he's doing right. at the same time. He's doing a little both at the same time. So you get the Highland influence, like the more that kind of like tribal. But he's also got that tribal sort of, I don't know, Wicked Tinker sort of thing going on. Yeah. He's doing both at the same time. But that's a, that's a good way to branch or... or Connect the two things together. You play some decent music. You're playing real pipes. You got a decent, you got a yeah, nice sound. decent recording, good sound, real pipes. Like, why, we need real more, pipes, real we drums. Need, we need more of this. Get this woman and group. The, the one thing that you run into, I think, and I'm sure people have cracked the code on this, but the the problem I always see you running into when you're adding other instruments into Great Highland bagpipe recording is there's just such a limited tonal range. So it always ends up being like these accent pieces, like you heard the keyboard in that one, where it was like kind of limited to like the dun, bah, boom, boom, mm-hmm. dun, bah. I mean, or like when you hear acoustic guitar playing with like a GHB, and it's like you really have like four chords you can fucking use. You can't do like a lot of like crazy shit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So it can be limiting at times. And those are the kinds of times where I understand like, oh, well, if I have a fucking electronic bagpipe, I can like kick two hertz up and be in the same key as this song that's written for guitars and drums and vocals and stuff. But mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but no, I, I thought the sound was great. I thought, you know, yeah, do something different that's I haven't I haven't heard before. Yeah. No, it's cool. And I think we have well, when Doogie comes on again, he's got a new song he's gonna release. He's got a special little treat for us that he's gonna release oh. on our show. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, you know Pinky's <laughs> out on our whiskey, Doogie. <laughs> and he's got some interesting ways to put background music to shit too mm-hmm. as well. So I mean, granted, yeah, but is you know, it's like every four chord song ever, like, you know, you got their four chords and they're in this key and so be it, you know. But uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, that will be on our link. We will post that in the show notes, of course, and you can go watch the entire video and support those yeah, people. Yeah, support that. That's pretty cool. So, Was it Pipes and Beats or something? Uh, pipe and Beat Music, yeah. I don't know who they are, but their cool. names sound sound like like they want to kill Jews. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, so anyway. You're uh, so close to <laughs> an easy edit. I know. <laughs> uh, do you want to do the try of the week? All right, so here we go. No, this is the fail of the week. Oh, this is the fail? Yes. Oh, that was the try. Okay, this is the fail of the week. So the fail of the week is going to lead into wonderfully. So here's the fail of the week. We're we're just going to play it and uh, let you guys decide. In all of its majesty. Yeah. This is J.D. Ingram of the Charleston Pipe Band, and this is our grade four MSR, Duncan McInnes, Archie Duncan, and Duncan Finley. A lot of Duncans over there. Oh, fucking Duncans.
<laughs> so, so, so Charleston Pipe Band. Uh, <laughs> so uh, is this just us shitting on JD? Is that that's essentially what this is going to be? So the reason this is the fail of the week is because why? Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, JD bet us that Charleston would beat Vegas. Correct. In the in the wake minivan. Yeah, and whatever contest we played in, we only they played both. We only played. Yeah, we only did the MSR. I think I think they played both. Uh, and that was not how it went. That was not the case. No, <laughs> Vegas band was so amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, easy there, <laughs> easy there. We were so amazing that we didn't even have a bass drummer or a tenor drummer, and still pulled out on top of Charleston Pipe Band. That's true. So I believe the bet was I forget what happens if they won. We each were going to send each other. We're going to send each other swag, like swag, swag okay. from the other band. So uh, I have the box at home, but I thought I brought yours. I'd oh, okay, yours perfect. So yeah. So this is what JD sent to us this, as our winnings. Oh, superb. I've got a 2019 St. Patrick's Day Coors Light thing that doesn't even say Charleston Pipe. No, nope, it does it. not. I noticed that. And a fucking humongous <laughs> Charleston Pipe Band shirt. Now look at look it's at got the, a distilled by. Yeah, it's like it's a little whiskey bottle. I just want to say this in the end JD wins because he sent me an XL and a thing that didn't even have their fucking logo. <laughs> <laughs> So JD in true Chanaran fashion Chanaranted us and sent us the smallest shirt he sent us was an extra large. This will be great though because I am running out of things <laughs> to put in the puppy kennel for him to sleep on and potentially shit on. So perfect. Now I've got this brand new nice piece of cotton. There you go. Perfect. Literally the smallest thing he sent us was extra large. Like, what did? Who do you? Probably all they had left. That's what I'm thinking. He he offloaded his junk out of his uh, his closet. See, and us. that's the thing that pisses me off because if they had won, we would have sent them good shit. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have thought to do, do that. I yeah. would actually send him shirts that they could wear. <laughs> uh, I might have one. He sent us like a couple anyway, extra Anyway, thank you. Thank you, JD, for your uh, shitty swag drop. Yeah. And uh, I, liked, I liked the fact that it's like a Duncan, Duncan, Duncan. Yeah, that was funny. He, he does stuff like that too sometimes, which is funny. So I guess we could say Las Vegas Pipe Band got to dunk on their Duncan medley. That's right. We did. What up? <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, I thought that was, uh, dude. Considering the circumstances, I thought that was brief. I, I miss having a bass drum. I thought that yeah, was that nice. was fun. Yeah, that was nice to have an actual bass and tenor. It was. Yeah. No, we're 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 uh, we're fucking with JD, uh, but because it's funny. no, that was a good. That was a good but, submission. Uh, yeah. Hey, you got you got some airtime, buddy, and uh, we appreciate the bet. I like that reel too. How we pulled it off, I have no idea. Oh, they also did a mini MSR. We did a full MSR, and I, there was no clear rules. It's like do whatever you normally do. Maybe that's was that it. really a mini? I just I didn't even notice. A lot of bands in that contest did mini MSRs. Oh shit! I yeah. didn't even notice that. Yep. So, and I wonder if that's the rules over there. I have actually no idea if that's the rules in the East Coast. Today. I don't know. We scrapped the fucking shit MSR from our medley, so. Yeah, from our MSR, I mean, <laughs> we, we scrapped the shit Strasbay from our MSR. <laughs> we're starting over. We, no more of that. <laughs> That's the one we played at the beginning. Was the widening of the Caledonian Canal? Caledonian Canal just sounds like a Scottish person's asshole. <laughs> isn't that <laughs> does actually? Isn't that what it's about? Like. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna replace that, and that's the like if, I have to, if I have to get an accurate temperature, do I take it up your Caledonian Canal? <laughs> <sighs> do Scottish chicks expect you to eat the Caledonian Canal on the first date? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> There's so much room for jokes here. Yeah, it's a very wide canal. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so Fusco, we got a listener mail that you thought might segue into a larger topic, and, and uh, we're you know we're cutting a pretty tight episode. We're doing pretty well so far. Do you want to go ahead and uh, let us let us know what your thought process is? What is this listener mail, and where is it taking us? 
All right, so let me read it first, and then I think this will lead us into a topic that we can have a discussion about, which is, I think, interesting. So this person says, I'll leave it anonymous. Uh, I was catching up on Channerant on a drive recently, and in one episode, you talked about how if people want to be great, they really need to be practicing for two-plus hours per day. They could be good, but not great. Just an interesting tidbit, and to play devil's advocate, one of my master's papers was about time on task for schools. If we stick kids in math class for more hours per day and they have more practice, will they be better at math? Educational research doesn't show that. Student success in K-12 settings is much more closely linked to high-quality instruction than time on task. Students with really great teachers who are passionate about their subjects and give clear, consistent feedback achieve at higher levels. Actual time on task doesn't matter nearly as much in terms of student performance. I'm not sure how that translates to adults playing an instrument, i.e. muscle memory, but could be an argument for practice smarter, not necessarily longer. Also a good argument for getting your ass to dojo classes so you can get that high-quality instruction. So she's referencing something I said a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, I forget now, um, about how like truly great players practice a lot. Now, maybe I, I would have to agree with her that quality is is very important uh not just quantity of course and i think i was assuming that that was the case so take your like glenn browns of the world and i believe he mentioned it on our show when he was back over the summer he never accept a spoon from that <laughs> never take a spoon from glenn brown that's for one but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh talking about how he, he plays three hours a day on average plus probably most of his life and i think i've heard him and andrew douglas sort of joke with each other in the background about how Glenn beats Andrew, blah, 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 whatever. And they kind of go back and forth a little bit. But, like, Glenn was just just in it more. And yeah, 100%. Now, we're talking both guys had a quality instruction as well as put time in. So I think the time factor is still important, time on instrument, if you will, but also strategic practice, quality instruction, so you know where you're going wrong sooner than later. It's not just purely let's hack at this instrument. Of course, that's not the answer. Um but quality instruction on its own with 10 minutes a day or a practice, say, is not going to get you to be great. You could have Stuart Little teaching you, and if you practice 10 minutes a day, five days a week. You're not going to be Stuart Little. No. I mean, maybe if you start when you're a kid, but at some point you've got to up it, in my opinion, to a point where you're just repping, 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 repping in a quality way often. So I with think quality time, feedback. Correct. So I think the factor is quality plus quantity of course but quantity is important as well like just like anything time on you know the malcolm gladwell thing about ten thousand ten thousand hours does not assume you're just hacking at something for ten thousand hours i haven't read the book but i'm familiar with the concept uh i have read the book and no it does not assume you're just hacking at something for ten thousand hours he's, he's it's like ten thousand hours of focused exercise in a craft correct yeah so you know so i think that's an important distinction is the is having quality instruction which is important. I've seen it so many times. I don't know about you where, and maybe it was, maybe it was us at some point, probably doing this wrong at some point, but uh, where a person with talent with a bad teacher doesn't go very far or, um, but a person without talent and a good teacher can go far. I, I would agree with that. I, I also think that um, part of this argument that does not get enough airtime is, uh, like, what are you trying to do? And this was this was something that I thought was really great when we had a Callum and Cobra on 
Mm-hmm. You know, Callum Coburn. Callum talked about it. He's like, yeah, like I asked my students, like, you know, do you want to be Glenn Brown or do you just want to be a proficient player that can play in parades? Right. Or do you want to play for yourself at home because you like the music? And so I do think in the competitive piping scene, and because we talk so much shit on the show, we mostly are kind of, are, we're tunnel visioned on that. You know, you run into this thing of like, well, you need to play two hours a day every day and get instruction from Jack Lee, and that's how you're going to become a great fucking player. It's like, yeah, but do you need that? Like, do you want to be top of grade two? Do you want to be top of grade one? Do you want to be, you know, in soloist? Do you want to play the fucking Glenn Fittick? Like, mm-hmm. some people, yes, they absolutely want to do that. And that is going to, that's their life mission, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you practice a lot. You're a professional fucking bagpipe player. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, like, do you think that you are working towards playing in the Glenn Fittick one day? No. Exactly. So it comes down to a thing where it's like, what do you, what are you actually trying to achieve, right? I try to achieve a high level performance with good sound to where if I'm, if I'm playing bagpipes, I am okay with it. Not like I'm beating fucking grade one people into the ground in solos. Like, no, just like, Hey, like I'm playing and it's a good fucking tune and it's solid. Right. That's important to me. Sure. Because sure. I don't have the fucking time to do the other thing. There's just no way. Right. I mean, of course, your your own goals and ability to dedicate time and effort and money to towards those goals definitely goes goes a long way. Obviously. So, I mean, anybody who wanted to make this their life, this is what I do. This is my fucking thing. This is all I'm focused on. Is this and sh- like that's cool. I, there's, I know I have friends that that's what they, this is what they fucking do. And they've done it since they were fucking this big. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fucking awesome. That's why they're phenomenal players. That's why I love listening to their music. I don't think I'm ever going to do that. And I'm only 30. Could I, could I put my head down for 30 fucking years and try to get into the, somebody like get into professional? Absolutely. Do I want to fuck? No. Right. Sure. <laughs> like that's not my, that's not my goal. Right. I think that more people have to have an understanding, especially where this is a big problem, in my opinion, is at lower grades and new players. Have an understanding of the of the metrics you're trying to hit. You know, If your goal is to say, hey, I want to be a competing member of my grade four band, and you hit that and you get a taste of it, and you're like, hmm, maybe I want to travel. Maybe I want to play at the Worlds. Maybe I want... Remember back when they had these? Remember back when they had a Worlds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, wore, I wore this in memoriam. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you know, maybe that's what you want to do. Okay, cool. I, I always wanted to play at the Worlds. I did it. I played with a fucking 3B band, 3A band, whatever it was. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> and, and we fucking lost. But yeah. I played I played a good set. I was okay with it. I was very happy with my performance except for Port Rush. Right. Okay. So I think that people just have to be more realistic or maybe maybe not even realistic, more introspective on what am I trying to get to? Because yeah, you could you can go as high as you want, assuming that you have high quality education and you're willing to put hours and hours and hours and then you know as much as you can. I don't think that's a limiting factor. I learned a long time ago, uh, talent is a tool of the undisciplined, right? Like you need to fucking the work. Someone who is not naturally talented but puts more work in, will win, in my opinion. In most circumstances, yes. I would say that's probably true. So it's just kind of what are you trying to get out of it? And I don't think enough people ask themselves that question or ask students that question. Because, like, for us, where we got hamstrung multiple times, was we had news, we, we would have new people, new students, uh, learners coming in, mm-hmm. and you and I are both looking like, how do I get this person from here 
to standing in the circle of my grade four band. And a lot of people don't want to fucking do that. Which is but, a bummer. Which but. is which is fine, but I also don't want to teach them. Like, why would I waste my time? I think that's If it fair. doesn't benefit the, the bigger goal of the organization. But that's a whole different thing. Like, okay, if they're paying you and that's your living, like, but I, I don't, I don't need to make that choice. I, I don't need them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, so, but there's also the argument that Fuck maybe, you, maybe I, that fl- switch will flip and they'll be like, oh, if you keep them involved in stuff that's good, surrounded by theoretically good piping into, or at least a good strategy, maybe they'll come around. Like they got into it cause they wanted to play amazing grace and they heard the red hot chili pipers or whatever, but maybe they'll come around. That's a strong argument. Maybe dude, I need the money and I still don't do it. <laughs> I forward them to you. I'm like, I'm like, I don't I, teach. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, it's tough because we need to have that, but it's also hard to be motivated to teach people that come into it because they want to learn amazing grace for their grandma's funeral out two months from now. Like, Nah, <laughs> I don't need this. I don't. I don't need the aggravation. I think. I think that one you're gonna um, fail, and then you're gonna blame me. So, because <laughs> I because I haven't taught since I since we had that episode with Callum and Cobra, and I think that when he talks about in God, I can't tell you what episode it was, but dude, it was a light about switch. a year ago, right? It was a light switch for me. He's like, yeah. He's like, my first lesson is I have a conversation with them about okay, like what do you want to do? What is your end goal here? And I will cater your. I will cater your instruction to that. I think if I had done that earlier. That's his private students. Yeah, that's his private students. That's not people he's trying to play in his school band. Yeah, I know. But I mean, totally I, different. Like I had private students. It was just I could not think about them as anything else than trying to get them into my band. Is that different now? I just, I don't know. You know, I, I if I had someone approach me, if if this was a thing, if teaching bagpipes was a thing that I thought I had the bandwidth to do and the enjoyment of doing, and I thought it like brought me happiness to teach people bagpipes, I think I would try to do more of a Callum approach and be like, hey, you know, what do you want to do? And I'll try to get you there. Mm-hmm. I like teaching to some extent, but that's a huge time investment, and it's a huge just want investment, you know? But then again, I also haven't had students that were like really go-getters. Every yeah. time I have someone, it's like trying to drag them to a fucking lesson. Correct. Yeah. After the first, if I had that, two, if I had that, that student <laughs> that was like, "Hey, I want to learn, um, and I'm gonna really get at it," okay, maybe I'd be more enthusiastic about that. Mm-hmm. But I can't say in my teaching career I've had students that like were bugging me to like, "Hey, let's let's get in, let's do a practice, like let's do this." Right. No, they text me once a month and fucking fall off the radar and don't work at anything at home. I'm like, this is a waste of my time. Correct. Even if you're making money on it, you're not. I'm not making enough. You're still making. You're not charging full price. We're because we keep thinking we're trying to get people in bed, and I. There, it's such a, like fuck. I don't know what to do. There's no way to win this, but I, I have learned by being an instructor of people that aren't in my band, like that's way more rewarding because they're just their only motivation is themselves. Yeah, and they're coming to you. They're coming to me. You're not trying to go get not, them. Yeah, they, they're not the people that come into the band like, oh, I saw you guys in a parade and I want to do that. And then they pick up a channel and it's kind of hard and they're kind of just sort of and slowly you chase them, you chase fade them for out. six months and yeah, then and they're then gone. They fade out and then they steal your channel. Uh, and they steal your channel <laughs> and all that. And all that time is wasted. Yeah. And, and money potentially, you know, it's like, well, fuck. But th- is that just inherently a part of trying to get people into a band? And if we don't do that, are we doomed to completely eventually just fold? Because <laughs> we have nobody coming in. You know? Honestly, 
what I think. And, and well, sorry, one more thing. You and I both came up through the system of that looked cool. Let me try it. And now here we are. But we got here because we wanted it. True, but we, we could have went the other way. We are not the fucking norm, dude. We are the outlier. Right, but we started we are, the same way as everybody else that came in. We like, started the same way, but it's like, yeah, I mean, we were people that really actually genuinely wanted to do it. Sure, yeah. And had a good time hanging out with everyone, doing band shit. Yeah, and most of the people that are still in our band, I would say, are the people that were... They're the people that want to do it. That want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Because they st- they've put up with a lot. Correct. They've, yeah. put up, they've put up with a lot to be where they are. Yeah. And I uh, sort of to go back on another thing. Like I've heard Jack Lee talk about this probably directly. Maybe I, I don't remember exactly, but like, and I've heard other people that will stay with them when, if you go up to Vancouver and they're in SFU and I've heard Shamish talk about this, they stay with Jack or whoever people do that. And he's just, he's out in the morning at 7am playing through t- six Pebrocks in his, in his garden every day or whatever. However, many. well, it's like going to the fucking like, time. He's putting a ton of time into it as well as being, having great instruction since he was a kid and having, I mean, I don't know. I don't believe in talent, but probably have some natural something towards yeah, it. Yeah. But like, that's, that's like, you know, you're immersing yourself if you're doing that. Right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like, that's like Jack Lee's like the racial ghoul of fucking pipe bands. Like you're going to go, <laughs> you're going to climb the mountain to his fucking fortress and be immersed in correct playing bagpipes for wh- however <laughs> long you're there. I think that immersion factor. If really I was important. fucking, and this, I'm about to give away a goddamn million dollar idea. If I was any of these motherfuckers, if I was Bruce, if I was Jack, if I was any of these guys that have name recognition that are really livid. I mean, Jack fucking lives, breathes, dies bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Bruce who, by the way? Bruce Hitchings. Okay. I would buy a fucking sizable ranch, sizable <laughs> ranch and Charles Manson that shit. <laughs> and it would be, you don't, you don't, like, you come live on my commune. You know, it's an Airbnb for bagpiper. Or it's, it's a breathe. It's a B and B every day. Bagpipe and breakfast. As long breakfast. as you want to stay. There you go. Bagpipe and breakfast. It's a building. It's hundred dollars a day or whatever you want to <laughs> you, charge. You sleep. Stay here as long as you and want. And you're doing bagpipes, and that's literally <laughs> all you do. Fucking, you turn your phone in when you get there, like, and you're just doing bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Same thing as a pipe camp. But I would just own that fucking property and be like, all right, like, I rent out a room. It's fucking five hundred dollars a night, and you're gonna be doing bagpipes every night you're here. Mm-hmm. Well, think of the small audience that you're going to get for that. Yeah, but I mean, people will do it. You got to keep it reasonably priced. Motherfuckers are doing goddamn piping. Remember back? Remember how much fucking piping schools cost and shit like that? Like, mm-hmm. motherfuckers are paying five hundred dollars to travel three hundred miles mm-hmm. to play in a contest, and nobody fucking cares who wins, <laughs> except you. Yeah, like. <laughs> but like it's. A, but like I a, mean. But you also we'll, get if the, we'll drive if we'll drive to Southern California, right, and all the costs and shit associated with that. Like, why would we not fly to Canada to spend two nights at the Jack Lee bagpipe and breakfast? True. Yeah. Dude, I'll fucking I'll move there. I'll cook the breakfast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, I'll be staff on that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, think it'll about, be like a. <laughs> it'll turn into the fucking. Did you ever watch the the haunting of Bly Manor? No, I think it's but on, I'm I think aware it's on of it. Netflix. It is, yes, I'm aware of it. It'll be like that. We'll just be like the staff in the haunted house that <laughs> teaches bagpipers. <laughs> you you make some good points, but then you also get into the philosophy philosophy of we're in a first world, we're, we're a very first world country, right? Well, what else do fucking people have to do? I would say we're given, just trying. At this point, we're just trying to kill time given, until we die. Given recent events, I think we're probably second world. <laughs> Well, no, we're still first world. But, like, think about, like, how much free time people have and how much time we have for entertainment to fill our days. 
versus we're not out farming and 12 hours a day, like whatever the fuck. You Dude, know? not yet. When I retire, you're going to have to come visit me on my fucking farm well, in Elko. Maybe. I'm be but we're talking about the average human being across the country, huge population of people that are just passing the time, right? I mean, that's the human experience in any first world country. So what else do they have to fucking do other than shoot for excellence in some thing? Whatever that thing is. I don't care if it's fucking playing goddamn Call of Duty like fucking Jeremy and achieving excellence. Or God, he is so good. <laughs> or like being a radio master like Rav or, or whatever it might be. Or, you know, like... like Discovering how to masturbate with both hands without knowing the difference, like Fusco. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or at the same time. Well, I mean, one and like a couple fingers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One's just working the tip. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of thumb work. A little bit of thumb work. <laughs> That's uh, how that high A is so sharp in those triple high A's. It's like doing a little bit of, you did a little thumb work. Oh, I did a lot of that. That's how I practice my high A burls. But, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think, I don't know. I don't, I have no way to tie it, but I want to honestly, cause I'm, I'm stuck in the same problem as everybody else. I haven't figured out a way. And I don't think anyone's figured out a way out of this problem. A I lot of people so claim either. to people fucking claim to be like, Oh, well, you know, all you gotta do is this, but it's like, dude, I, I think it's mentality. I don't know. Some people just have a stronger mentality for that kind of thing. I d- don't think I do. And I don't think you do. And I, but like people like Joe Brady seems to. I mean, he. Yeah, but he's also got he's got a great pool to draw from. I mean, it's true, easy. but he created that pool. He made that happen. It's it's easy when you're fishing in a pond full of fucking fish to be like, oh yeah, it's not that hard to catch it. Yeah, but think about at the grade five, four, and three level that he did it at versus like grade one. We everybody knows grade one, grade two. They basically just have people like yeah. clamoring to get in, and they don't have those problems, obviously. But to do that same thing. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe Chicago has, I don't know, if maybe they have something similar, but like Wake Dude. has it, LA Scots have it, where it's like, one, you got a good population of people with a culture that want to participate, and then you have a culture of excellence that actually breeds consistency and excellence as well, but it's also a factor of like, do you just take no shit from people and just suffer for a while and until until it slowly builds? And I think that's sort of the Joe Brady method in a way. Um versus like just take everybody that you can and just fight constantly to drag them kicking and streaming and actually doing something, you know, I don't know. Like, but it's also, I mean, and this is a thing that we were, I was screaming at, uh, what's his face, Gary at, at the end of the, uh, Legion oh, of Nemo? piping podcast yeah. things. Like people don't understand, man. Like let's just, okay. So let's say population, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is, what is the composition there? North Carolina Joe Brady's fucking bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. 10.4 million people. That's the whole state. It's a big-ass state, dude. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if that's the whole state, but I assume that's what that is. Well, it's geographically not very big, but it's a lot of fucking people. It's, it's bigger than fucking UK. It's, it's huge compared to the UK. I'm talking about it's compared to us. Yeah, but okay. Like, we talk about the fucking fishing in the pond, dude. Like, no, that's obvious. Like, him to us is obvious. Like, we're Plus, three, three times the size and we have three million people. No, you, no. It's just not. We have 2 million people in Las Vegas. Yeah, right? there's 3 million people in the state. But we're never going to try to get people in Reno. That's eight I'm hours just away. Saying, it dude, has nothing to. Fuck you it's gonna, not comparable. Like, what are you going to do here? You're fucking. You're fishing in different holes, man. Obviously. But 
he also he's talking rally. He's not ta- he's not recruiting people all over the fucking state. He's looking at one city for the most part. Just like us. Maybe we have an out of towner from Yuma fucking eight hours away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, if I can get like, if I can get a big plantation house like Joe Brady's, I will definitely move to Raleigh. <laughs> I think they sell them cheap down there. I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming North Carolina is fairly shooty, right? Like, I would assume so. The South, I don't know. They, I mean, they have guns. They have ropes. They hang people. I don't know what the fuck they do down there. I don't use ropes. Man. <laughs> I pew pew. But, no, I, I get that there's a difference in population, of course, and thus Selix, why Southern California has an advantage to Las Vegas and or, but why f- Southern Arizona, Phoenix and or neighboring counties and whatever the fuck, it's just more population, of course. But they also have a, culture of doing that so the east coast has way more well, it's Irish like east coast all the way to all the way to midwest honestly through the midwest absolutely yeah like i think the west coast it sort of dries up a little bit but it's depends west on coast dries up and then like up north on the west coast it comes back a bit but no and that's only because california's got big no california is big california's decent but i mean like no it's pretty pretty significant i mean the number of pipe bands in california are pretty goddamn huge <laughs> i mean i think the advantage of the people that are living in brand and branches that are close to the border is they have fucking canadians right there mm, and that's a yeah yeah know. you know that's a quick the canadians a, aren't crossing the border to play in pipe bands no americans are crossing <laughs> the border to fucking hang out and get instruction from canadians well may, yeah maybe maybe i mean isn't seattle the only example of that is well, like in possibly. Maine. I mean, I don't well, know. nobody wants to go to fucking Montana. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Montana's not crossing the border. Maybe Michigan, maybe, but I don't know. But in the end, does it really matter? Like, the end is we have what we have. So how do you make something better out of it? Like, how do we get what we want out of the population that we have? Well, and I mean, everybody's trying to crack that code. Whatever, yeah. whatever their population is. Like Joe Brady says the same thing of Raleigh versus Glasgow, right? It's the same issue: us versus him versus him versus them. Right, it's just a different population center and a cultural. Uh, what you're raised in, you know. Well, and I, w- I would say that I don't, I don't particularly think anybody's cracked the code, right? Like, no, I don't, I don't know that anybody's figured it out. Some people have had success with some things, but it's not cracked, in my opinion. I think the only reason that we are still hanging on by that last little fucking pinky on the cliff is that, and here's here's the portion where we suck our own dicks. <laughs> uh suck away sir while we do not while we do not have the person ability to go out and get people or develop people enough apparently or keep people or anything like that the one thing that we thrive and survive on is we are uh, not quitters <laughs> <laughs> that is true we're gluttons for punishment. we are we're gluttons for punishment and we just barrel through as much as we possibly can because if we were if we had any ounce of quit in our bodies, we both would have done it a long fucking time ago. As most of most of the people that have quit our band have done. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think the one tool that we have at our disposal, and the one thing that I think we do really, really well, is just we just grind. Fucking, we grind. We just keep going. Yeah. We we suck the shit up and we keep going. Yeah. I just don't know if that's enough anymore. Like maybe it is. Maybe this. That's the, why the we world both, has turned. That's and why left us uh, here, Josh. That's why I'm 30. <laughs> Get the I'm, guitar. Let's sing that fucking song. I'm 30 and I have gray hairs <laughs> and Fusco is 57 and he has gray beard. Exactly. Yes, correct. Um, yeah, maybe things have just turned, you know, like it's, society's different than it was, which is normal. 
I'm not complaining about that, but maybe you just got to find What song did you way. want? You need like fucking... <laughs> the Weezer song, The World Has Turned and Left oh, Us Here. God. That song. Yeah, that, that's... Oh, that's not the one we do, is it? No. Oh, all right. It's the same album. I was confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Somebody's telling... No. Bottle is crowding my eyes. I saw people pick people that up. One. What time? Uh, not in the near future because I poured way too much whiskey mm, once again. You're fucked. But uh, but yeah, let's go. So I'd like to I like to tie a bow on this because yeah. we've done a pretty tight recording. I think it's an interesting conversation. Either way, I think it's an interesting conversation. What I would like to ask a question for your final thoughts is okay. And this this kind of gets back. We we get off the tangent of this listener mail. Uh, the question I want to know is what do you what do you think about the thought that given the scarcity of really high quality, really high level education. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's more important that people hack away at it or do it smart and short consistently over time? And as a follow-up, do you think there's a place for deciding what the, what the goals you're trying to hit? Like, are you, are you hacking away at it to try to get into a grade four band or are you buying incredibly high level instruction? Cause you want to play with Inverary? Repeat for question one again. <laughs> What's more important, hacking versus quality short time? 100%. I would rather see anybody put 10 minutes in a day with a quality strategy of practice and or instruction than ever hacking away. And I say this in my classes all the time. Like, you can hack at it all you want, but you're not going to get anywhere doing it that way. You need to be, you need to have a goal every time you run through something and what you're focused on like focus is so important oh, I have an analogy you should use with your students do it I want to hear it so I have been chopping all the firewood for the fire pit right mm-hmm. you get a piece that's this fucking big mm-hmm. I don't have a splitting mall I don't use one mm-hmm. you just take the side pieces off mm-hmm. and you keep doing the side pieces until the middle piece is very small and then you fucking whoosh mm-hmm. that's how you should do it you don't try to hit the whole fucking thing in half in one hit Correct. You can't do it. Right. No, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's true of learning or accomplishing anything. It's uh, the small things go a long way. So absolutely that's correct, in my opinion. Uh, what was this part B of that question? Uh, the part B was introspection, right? Like, do you, do you think that we don't have enough of people trying to decide what goals they're trying to hit at the beginning? Or instructors interrogating people, and I say interrogating because you're going to have to fucking draw it out of them what their goals are. Like if I came to you as a new student, I said, I want to be Stuart Little when I grow up. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, shit. Okay. Like we'll work on that. We'll try to get you there. I'll take you as far as I can. I'll give you to pass you off to someone else. And then we'll see if we can get you there. Mm-hmm. If I came to you as a 65 year old fucking man. And I was like, well, I saw a YouTube video of Stuart Little and I'd like to be him. Yeah. Okay. So I, what would you tell me? <laughs> so I think, okay, this is the hard part of piping. And I, and I see this with a lot of instructors and, or really just people pipe bands, whatever. The hard part is to set is setting clear. Is it expectations or re, like giving them a reality check of again, you're trying to do it in a way. And this is the hard part, doing it in a way that doesn't discourage them from trying. Cause you, you never know anything's possible, I suppose, but you know, cl- setting clear expectations. Well, this is what's reasonable in this time period. And maybe a little bit of the Callum effect of 
you know, like, what do you want out of this? And then really drill into them, like, because most people, when they first start, don't know. They're like, oh, I heard a piper at a funeral night, and I want to be able to do that someday. Or they saw the chili piper, whatever it is. Like, well, what about that turned you on? Keep digging. This, You know, the onion concept of ask why seven times and get to the root and have a clear path of where, where they want to go. And maybe it's going to veer, and you have to be prepared for that, of course. That, like, they get a couple layers in, and they're like, you know what? I really kind of dig this competition thing, or I kind of dig this... Uh, you know, I don't know, trad thing or whatever it is, and then and you start to shift in that gear. But the baseline has to be there regardless. You still have this baseline of um, competency that you need to have to be able to veer into that. So, sta- well, I think part of it is standard- standardizing that competency. People have different methods. Teachers have different methods for getting that. But, uh, And I think that's, again, where so many people go wrong. Like Some genius kids can just mimic you until you're Stuart Little, without understanding i've dealt with that last time where they don't understand what they're doing they're just pl- mimicking yeah. which which is a playing by they're playing by ear it's a valid way to learn except there's no understanding there's and just, also you get to a point to where that's not going to work anymore correct there's a point where and then if you're, you're gonna fall on your, on your own, own you're gonna fall on your ass because if you're on your own you're like oh i'm gonna learn some new tunes and i can't do it because i i just always replicated what gary nemo played for me or whoever you know uh Understanding is important too. I think to to know how why this stuff all works to, fits together. You know, um, so in the end, I think uh, what was the, what was the question again? <laughs> what was part B? Don't hack. I don't know. I don't remember. If that yeah. Was part B. Well, no, that was it. It's like you know, you, you talk about hacking, and part B was uh, setting setting oh, intentions. Okay. And I think it, I think that I think students come, need to be harder on themselves and make sure that they know what they want out of I it think, versus I think, the and teachers as well. I think instructors course. as the more experienced party just has to drag that out. Mm-hmm. I'm like is all is all you want to do play amazing grace at your aunt's funeral. Cuz that's an important thing to know. Big triggers for me, right? Like uh oh, well I already got a set of pipes. Um how do I play them? That's a that's one where I'm just like immediately like red flag. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so you didn't look into this at all. You're you're obviously a certain mindset. Like <laughs> you, you're probably the type that would storm the Capitol. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just like it's like, dude, like why would you why would you buy a set of pipes if you don't know how to fucking play them? With no knowledge of what's good, bad, and different. Yeah. Like just like who does that? I don't understand those people. It's just one of those things where I think and you know I admit my faults on this because I I was so tunnel visioned in the times where I was teaching students. Like I need this person on the band cause I need numbers. I was very, I was so focused on my needs as a pipe sergeant of a band. I was like, I just fucking need bodies. I need people who can play. And I, I don't care how long it takes me to get them there. I'll get them there. And then I won't have to worry about numbers again. Mm-hmm. And I, and I realize now that's why I never really got a lot of teaching was because I wasn't focusing on my student. Not really. I was teaching them things and I was trying to give them insight, but in my mind, all the things, the only thing I was thinking about wasn't like, what did this person need? It was, I need this person to play in the band. Correct. And I do think that hamstrung me on the whole teaching front. And I also just think, you know, I've talked about it on the show before, like I do have moments where I love teaching. I also have moments where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like I got to do this for 45 more minutes. Yep. And that's, <clears throat> this could could be a whole other episode. <laughs> a whole other thing, but <laughs> write it, it down. Makes, it makes me think again that, like, when we get students into the band, this is why I've always 
in a way been supportive of like not doing it through the band like go get a private che- teacher pay them whatever the fuck they want whoever it is i don't it really doesn't matter and and ho- and i hope's the wrong word but make sure that they're at least encouraging people to try to get to the band someday but don't make that the be all end all because that ruins this is why for I both send, parties dude I, think. I just send people to dojo right and if you come back to us great yeah like i send people to dojo i'm like once you once you can play something call me and we'll jam right like i'm not even gonna i won't fucking charge you if, if you ask me hey i want to learn i send you to the dojo you come back and say hey i know these three tunes i've been going to the dojo i know my shit mm-hmm. like all right come over i won't charge you let's jam because then i'm recruiting you based on what you already know right and i think that may be what we need to do even in a even in a position of scarcity which is what we're in right now mm-hmm. i think it has to be like you have to we're not going to drag you kicking and screaming. You have to meet me here before I consider you for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make, that seems reasonable. And maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just making it a scarce thing where it's like, hey, we're taking four new pipers this year. And that, yeah. I think there's a little bit of Joe Brady in that because he's kind of like that. He's like, I don't I don't care how small I am. I don't need you. And he just, he goes, he goes for it. Not that he's a dick about it, but he, he care, his aura is that. Yeah. He's like, you gotta come to, you gotta work your way in. Like, I don't. Well, you gotta to. keep in mind his, <laughs> his, his ideology <laughs> of, I, I don't care how small you are. I don't need you is what he's been told his entire life. <laughs> By his wife. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> come on. And on that note, we should probably uh, uh, end this. Fucking yeah. Thing. We love Joe. Um, but no, I, I do think it's interesting. Now it's a tie bow on it. I don't know. You guys send us your thoughts. What do you think about hacking away at it versus, uh, you know, quality hacking away at it two hours a day time. every day versus quality structure versus is it the teacher's job to pull out the intentions of the student or should the student show up and know what the fuck they're doing? I'm interested to hear people's insights. I've, I've seen this at the dojo. One last thought. Quality instruction with a bad student does with pro, with a lot of time still does not equal good player. I've seen that in the band. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, let us know your thoughts. Chainerant at gmail.com. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Chainerant Podcast. Thank you to everyone who is watching the live stream right now. You guys are watching the live stream on either Patreon or YouTube. Either way, you should like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. we got some new stuff coming out here soon. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. And I will go ahead and play us out.